Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's That's hot. All right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Okay, what is up? Welcome everybody to low value mail on this day of our Lord, June 14th. 2022 we have a banger of an episode uh we, we got a good episode for you tonight it's the conspiracy episode part two uh that's what that's what i called it i've, I've had a couple two-parter episodes recently we had the abortion one and then i did two-parter and i was kind of i'm not gonna lie it was not the my favorite uh news cycle this week in terms of things that really interest me. And there were so many people who were calling in last week and people were just like, I couldn't get through. So we're going to give it uh, one more shot, one more week of the uh, part two of the conspiracy episode. And then also a, a few people were like, hey, this should be a regular episode. So uh, I will do that as well. We'll make a regular episode out of it, like maybe once a month kind of thing. But for now, uh, this is the conspiracy episode part two. Welcome, everybody. Uh, in the chat, Jake B, I left Tim Pool for you. Thank you. Um, Tim Pool, uh, great show though. I, I like Tim Pool. He's probably going to come on, uh, the boys cast at some point. So that will be exciting. Uh, if you live in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, this weekend, Thursday through Saturday, I will be with Ryan Long, at a comedy club that I can't remember the name of at the top of my head, but if you live in St. Louis or you live around St. Louis, I shall be there um, as well. 11 p.m. Uh, tonight, roughly 11 p.m., you know, within five minutes or something. Uh, we'll have our Patreon episode after the show. Uh, if you want to join there, you can join patreon.com slash low value mail. Uh, and then, and you know, we, we go over, we read some emails, we listen to some voicemails, people call in, we talk shit about the people who uh, aren't subscribed to the Patreon, who just watch the regular show. So if you want to know what we're saying, you can join in. Also, uh, I've said this before, so we're at 200 something patrons. So once we hit 500, and so I don't know if some people saw, but I, I added me memberships. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but I, I just, I added, cause I know some people were like, I don't want to give Patreon money cause they are like morally opposed to it. So anyways, I added memberships to the, uh, channel. It gives you like emojis and stuff. I don't know if you see, I'll, I'll post one right now in the chats. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're like, this is bad, but see, uh, I post one in the chat. Anyways, once we hit 500 combined Patreon and, uh, YouTube memberships, they're only a dollar, by the way, uh, then I, uh, I'm going to start doing a daytime episodes of 
low value mail. So that's exciting. And then also obviously give me a like, give us a like. It's you and me. I don't, it's me, but give me a like uh, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And then also for anybody who's dropping super chats, uh, just because I, I had an issue with it where I missed a bunch of them a couple weeks ago. So anyways, if you drop a super chat, I'm going to read them at just going to take some t like a minute if there are any at 10 p.m. And then I'm going to read a couple of those. And then uh, let's get on to the episode. I should really have some good music because I always start off with a little bit of housekeeping, some plugs, if you will. And then uh, and then uh, but I don't have any music to really separate it. But so maybe we'll do that. Anyways, uh, the the first topic of the evening. And by the way. You don't have to call in uh, if, with conspiracies. It's, it's, for the most part, open lines. But if you want to have... Because I was thinking, I was like, well, what kind of topics do I want to... Do I want to talk about the fucking economy? I mean, if you want to call in and talk about how fucking costs you $45 to drive your kids to soccer practice now, and you hate Joe Biden, you can call in about that. Um, I feel like the economy one is just like, I don't know, it's kind of boring. I mean, if you want to call in about it, you can call in whatever you want. But we're going to, as in terms of topics, because we had so many good ones last week for conspiracies. So uh, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll call that the theme of the episode, but you can call in about whatever you want. And, uh, but so a couple things I'm going to talk about before we get this started. We also have Kevin Soldo. If you remember my friend Kevin Soldo, comedian from Toronto. Uh, if you don't remember, he was the guy who, uh, during COVID because he like refused to do any of the stuff. He was just against it. He's a bit of a contrarian. And uh, as you can tell, and then he, so he got all these tickets for, cause he came back to Canada and he, they gave him all these tickets cause he refused to quarantine or do any of the things. So we're, we're going to follow up with him. Cause a bunch of you have asked me what's up with Kevin. So uh, we're going to talk to Kevin. He's also in some conspiracies, hopefully ones that don't get me uh, kicked off of, uh, off of YouTube. But if we do, that's life, I guess. Uh, but anyways, the reason I was talking about him, because they've lifted the Vax mandate in Canada. You can now travel, which is crazy that it took to this long. I, and I actually, sorry, I don't even think, correct me if I'm wrong, fellow Canadians, uh, but I don't even think you can. Yeah, sorry, what is this? I added this Nightbot thing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys, sorry. I added this Nightbot thing. I'm going to turn it off right now. I added this earlier. Because uh, I saw it, I was watching Destiny's stream. I don't know if you know that guy, Destiny. And then I added this this Nightbot thing, and then I uh, I'm just gonna fucking turn this off. Uh, I, I I saw he had it, and I go, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I I set it up, and then but now it seems like it's it's ruining things. So uh, give me a second while I figure out how to turn this off. I don't know how to turn this off. Uh oh, guys, we fucked up. Uh, we fucked up. How do I turn off Nightbot? I can't turn off. Oh, here we go. Disable my. Oh, my God. I got to write all this stuff. I affirm that. Man, this is so. This is so much. We're going to turn it off. Honestly, I thought it was a cool thing to add. And then instantly uh, it's it's censoring people. It's like Justin Trudeau of the bot uh, world. Um, I hope this doesn't disable my YouTube account. Okay. All right, we we disabled the nightbot. The nightbot has been vanquished, everybody. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, you're not timed out. I don't know what happened. I, um, but yeah. Anyways, so someone Nat K saying you still have to do a reentry test, eight day test, and fourteen day quarantine, even if you're a trucker. It's fake. No. Well, okay. So I guess maybe I'm wrong about this, but from what I understood, uh, they're getting rid of you can. No, no, no. You're talking about coming into Canada. So up until. I mean, even still now, because I don't think this has taken effect, 
but you can't even get on a plane to go from Toronto to Montreal or whatever. You can't fly within the country if you're unvaccinated. Like that that's the you couldn't even take a train. Like you can't take a an Amtrak or whatever like via I guess in Canada. Like you can't take anything. They were it's very limiting and you know, they they put this in place last year, but the fact that it's still going on when I mean, we're already on to monkeypox. We don't even give a shit about COVID anymore. We're done with COVID, right? So uh anyways that happened and coincidentally that they got rid of this right when justin trudeau was like i have covid again uh good old good old jt i guess he realized he goes uh, yeah i keep getting covid even though i'm been vaccinated 14 fucking times so maybe we should let people fly and see their family on the other side of the country you know maybe that'd be a reasonable thing so anyways congrats to my uh fellow country people is that the term country people? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, we got we got some more uh, stuff. So the, I say the big news this week, which is, again, I was like, I'm not going to make this an episode topic because I really don't even care that much. But it was just I guess it was interesting. Big news this week, January 6th hearing, which, you know, if you've been watching MSNBC every day is January 6th, literally every day. It's all they fucking talk about on MSNBC. I turn it on sometimes just out of interest to be like, I wonder what they're talking about. Yeah, January 6th. So anyways, they had their big January 6th hearing in prime time, too. That's an interesting move, by the way, that they did that. They go, we're going to put this in fucking prime time, 8 p.m. We're going to put this on so that, you know, uh, uh, the whole country can watch it, I guess, is the whole thing. And they got 20 million people, which is like, I guess, as many people as the Oscars, not bad, even though the Oscars is terrible. Uh, 20 million people, and but it, it is interesting, because, I mean, we're not really learning anything new. I, I kind of, and I go, yeah, it's, it's all the same shit you guys have been talking about. I, I mean, I understand what they're doing. They're trying to win an, a midterm election, so then they're going to vilify the other team by having this big primetime spectacle, you know? Try and convince some people that you can't put these ones in office, you know? And But it's crazy how short people's attention spans are right now. Or maybe just people are getting so fucked with the economy that they're like, you know what? I don't give a shit about anything other than that stuff right now. They're like, uh, you know, like the price of gas and eggs are $14 for one. And they're just like, I don't, I don't care about this. But anyways, because I didn't even realize that there was another one this past Monday, yesterday. And then it only got 10 million views. So it got cut in half. And again, this is 10 million between like six networks or something. So instantly one one show, I guess you call it a show. I mean, it definitely is a show, but cuts in half. And then the thing I was reading about it, they're like, it had the same ratings. So the yesterday uh, has the same ratings as across how many networks 10 million and then that's what one episode of ncis on a monday night gets which i'm like ncis is still on i always forget that there's these just like huge television shows that get these major ratings that like i've never met a person who's like yo you, you watch ncis i love ncis never met a person who's watched ncis i mean maybe some of you watch ncis but anyways that shit does real numbers uh, and then the next one, which was, I think, supposed to be this Thursday, they postponed because uh, I guess they're like, people don't really give a shit about this anymore. Um, I wa- I did watch some highlights. The The only thing that I, I just I can't get over every time I watch them talk about it is the way that they pretend how like American democracy was really 
like really on the precipice that day. You know, they're like, we like, you know, they're just like, we almost lost it. We almost lost the whole country. And I, it's, it's so, it's a load of shit that they're shoveling that I just, I can't possibly buy. And I mean, I guess people do buy it where they go, we really like, is American democracy so brittle that like, uh, you know, how many people was it showed up that day? They can just take it. Cause I feel like it's not, I feel like it's quite the opposite of that. You know, you know, at the end of the day, if they want to barricade themselves, like is, is taking over a country, just occupying a specific building. Is that all it is? You go, Hey, this is our building now. Like, and again, in the event, say that they did occupy this building and they go, this is ours. And they go, okay, well the military is going to be here in two hours. So I guess we'll deal with that then. Um, but yeah, someone Adam saying a bunch of boomers, unarmed boomers, almost took out our democracy. Oh yeah, that's another thing too. Nobody was even armed. That's the craziest thing. You go, it was an insurrection. You're like, well, where were the weapons? There was a, an insurrection with no weapons, and you're making me believe, or you're trying to at least lead me and everybody else to believe that our democracy was at stake. Like I. I I mean, you know, I, I know that there's other countries where this stuff does actually happen, where there's military coups and people do take over the governments. Generally, it's by force. Uh, and there's a lot of bloodshed. And uh, not like this, but so anyways. And then so that was big news. And uh, what wasn't big news was the attempted assassination attempt of a Supreme Court justice. Literally, that was like, a blip in the news that didn't I don't even know if that was trending on Twitter. That was like nothing, almost nothing. This, this kid showed up uh, to the house of Justice Kavanaugh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, the guy who likes beer. And uh, he, he's a Republican Supreme Court justice there. If you know, I'm sure as many of you know, there is a rumor that they're going to be repealing Roe v. Wade, which uh, I believe will be pretty soon. I think that decision is supposed to be this month. And they're also supposed to make a also going to be making a decision on a hundred year ban on uh, concealed weapons in New York. So New York might 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 be getting real spicy soon. Uh, we will see about the spiciness level of New York City, but there might be people carrying guns, which I don't even know that it's a bad thing, to be honest, because there are people carrying guns currently, police and bad people. So now they'll be, I guess this will be the good guys with a gun thing. Although maybe not, maybe it'll be way crazier It'll be wild west. Uh, we don't know, but yeah, so this, this guy tried to, I guess, he, I don't know the, well, he showed up to assassinate, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and it's pretty fucked up. There's this is from the New York times it says inside the suitcase and backpack, the authorities later discovered a black tactical chest rig and tactical knife, a pistol with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, a screwdriver, a nail punch, a crowbar, a pistol light and duct tape, in addition to other items, according to the affidavit. His plan was to break into the house, kill the justice, then kill himself, according to the affidavit. So this is he had a real plan here. This was not uh, just some mental case. I mean, he was a mental case. Don't get me wrong. You have to be a mental case to do shit like that. But so he uh, he showed up at his house and then there was i guess he has like you know a security detail because they're not stupid and they see this guy acting suspiciously and then he got spooked and walked away and then he called the police and ratted himself out which that was dumb you definitely could have just walked away you didn't need to go rat yourself out um zach i can't wait to hear your isis story uh that's zach in the 
in the chat. But uh, he has a nicer story, apparently. But anyways, yeah, so he... Uh, <laughs> As, oh yeah, yeah, Zach did tell me about the ISIS story. This is this should be a good one. Um, but yeah, so anyways, he fucking he goes in this assassination attempt, and so with the with the whole Roe v. Wade thing, uh, because the way the Supreme Court works, and I had mentioned, I think I said this on when I was on Tim Pool actually, because that was the night that they announced this all that uh, that they announced this whole thing um, that like people are going to try and kill these Supreme Court justices because the way the nominations work is the president essentially nominates them. And so whoever's in power nominates a person who has their party's views. And so if you want Roe v. Wade to not go through or the for it to uh, not get uh, abolished or whatever the fuck, you just have to get rid of one of the Republican Supreme Court justices. They will then be replaced with a Democratic Supreme Court justice. Problem solved. And, you know, it seems like an obvious thing, but I guess people are kind of taking this to uh, taking this to heart. And, uh, so anyways, but it was like not a news story. It was nothing. They're like they're literally assassination attempt, and now they're ramping up. So, I mean, the, the, I will say this kid really dropped the fucking ball because this was probably the last chance that anybody had. You know, like if you think about one of those crazy like butterfly effect things. So like there's probably some, um, some pregnant girl who... Uh, you know, is now gonna is now gonna not be able to abort because this guy wasn't able to kill a Supreme Court justice and oh, get this not overturned. So now some poor girl who's maybe having sex tonight and is gonna get knocked up and then she's gonna give birth to the world's worst murderer or something like that uh, because this guy could not. This is basically. Like, Assassinate Hitler. Go back in time. Assassinate Hitler vibes. Um, anyways, and then uh, also on the January sixth thing, this was this was an interesting thing. And then we're we're gonna talk about this for another second, and then we're gonna get to an email. We're gonna talk to Kevin Solda. We're gonna open up these damn phone lines. Um, but yeah, so Jack Del Rio, the coach of the Washington Commanders or defensive coach or something, he gotten all this shit because the, he was like on Twitter. And this just goes back because we're talking about the January 6th thing. It goes on Twitter and he referred to January 6th as a dust up. And this was like the ultimate sin. It was so insane when people are really like this guy needs to lose his livelihood over choice of words. And it's not even like specific wording where you're like you said something super shitty. It's pretty like minor, but he just jacked a Rio was was talking about how he's like, why are we doing this whole investigation for this January 6th thing? And then why aren't we talking about all the rioting that happened during the George Floyd riots and all that stuff, right? And then he, and then they they asked him about it. He said something on Twitter, and they asked him about it in person. And he goes, you know, it was just a dust-up on January 6th. And everybody's like, dust-up? How dare you? And then everybody's like, this guy needs to be fired. How could he call it a dust-up? They're like, and it goes back to what I was saying. Where they go, we almost lost this country. It's almost gone. And now everybody wants a fire, and he got dinged for a hundred grand. Um, and you know who this is all bad for? Every one of these things that happens, Ukraine. I bet they're watching in Ukraine. They see these fucking big news things comes up, and they go, "Fuck, damn it! We need less news in America. Why don't you care about Ukraine anymore?" Nobody cares about Ukraine anymore. That did anybody have that? Uh, anybody see that coming? Where literally people just fucking. We're like, don't give a shit about that that fast. Um, 
Anyways, okay. So we're going to read one email. Uh, and then we're going to talk to Kevin. We're going to give Kevin a shout. Uh, thank you for everybody who's joining us over on on Rumble, over on Reddit, uh, ev- everywhere that people get oops podcasts uh, and watch this thing live. Uh, I do appreciate you. Uh, and let's read this email. So this is from Caleb. It says, hey, Danny. I'm curious where you stand on going after someone that is in a relationship. I would assume when someone is married, that's the line not to cross. But if they are just dating, what's the rules? Thanks for the bad advice. So I generally am not the type of person who would be like really leaning on someone who's in a relationship. I just I don't know. It's it's just poor form. I mean, I know that guys do it. And, you know, some people are like, well, if you're not married, then. Or whatever, but I uh, I definitely wouldn't. I actually, an ex-girlfriend of mine, when we met, was married, uh, crazy enough. She was, she was married, and we met, and then, uh, we, this is like probably, this would have been 10 years ago. She, But yeah, she was married, and uh, we were kind of like talking, and I kind of could like sense something was there, but I was like, you know, I'm not fucking, she's married, like I'm not you know, not doing anything about that. And then we, we talked like a little bit, but I was like, you know, you're married. See me when you're come find me when you're not married kind of thing. But she was like her friend who I was friends with like, yeah, that she's, she's thinking about leaving her husband. She, she got married really young. She was in her twenties at this point and uh late twenties. And she, she, she was like thinking about leaving, leaving her husband at the time. And then, then boom, she just was like, yeah, I left my husband. Let's do this. So, uh, but I was like, you know, I'm not getting involved in this shit. I don't know. That's the last thing I need is some fucking dude who's like, you fucked up my life. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure girls who are in relationships are getting hit on nonstop, even when guys know. I would say, you know, there's lots of single women, I guess. Uh, I don't think, like, I, I would just be not insanely aggressive about trying to steal some guy's um, girlfriend. I think that's a fair fair thing to do is just not not go too overboard uh, and then married i just definitely do not do not fuck with um but yeah so naomi says danny's a home wrecker very not for the boys i didn't wreck the home the home was already destroyed i'd like to be very clear the home was wrecked already i made it very clear that i would not be contributing to the home wrecking but should she find herself single hit me up um, and, and that's what it is. So, okay. We're going to give Kevin Soldo a little ring a ding. Let's see if we can get a hold of him. And then we will open up the phone lines. Thank you again, everybody for joining us on this episode of low value mail. Let's see if we can get a hold of Kevin. You have reached the voice. Oh. That's it. All right. No Kevin Soldo, everybody. Uh, Chad needs a VIP number. No, Chad, the phone lines aren't open yet, people. And I can't get a hold of Kevin. Kevin is, that's very Kevin of him. Anyways, all right. Phone lines are open. Anybody wants to call in, you can call in 646-7100949. Do you have any other conspiracies that you want to talk about? Is there, we're going to do this like a conspiracy kind of open line kind of episode um tonight we're gonna hopefully get a hold of kevin soldo at some point we might talk to uh 
I might talk to JJ Lieberman, see what JJ Lieberman's doing. Uh, but yes, the phone lines are open. I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh, and we lost them. Easy come, easy go. Uh, hold on. Did I fuck this up? You know what it is? I tried to call Kevin back at the same time this person called, and uh, it's just not look. So let's go through the comments. Talk about book. Is is Kevin the guy that played Hercules? No, but it's funny. I do have him saved in my phone as Kevin Hercules Soldo because I used to call him Hercules. Oh, I got to remember to turn that ringer off. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny. It's uh, Zach. Hey, what's up, Zach? How's it going, man? Good. Um, so do you want me to start off with the conspiracy stuff first or about the ISIS stuff? Oops. Uh, let's talk about, let's, uh, you pick, you pick whatever you want. The conspiracy stuff will be easy. Uh, my conspiracy is just like that they promote, like, you know, like flat earth and other ones that are like easily provable. Yeah. Well, we had the guy calling in about crater earth last week that he said we're all in some giant crater. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, that's that's bullshit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, okay. So like they they encourage that. So when like real conspiracies like uh, Epstein or like you know JFK or like those ones, people think, oh, he's just a nut. Nothing's gonna happen. Uh, that is a Even, good point, actually. That yeah, they kind of just were like, yeah, just like they just lump them all in. Yeah, like obviously, like the the one about like you know birds aren't real is different from the one with like multi-millionaire dollar pedos controlling the law yeah of course of course or like the, yeah. what was like the, there was like the 5g one and there was like yeah the, the 5g one that's how they discredited the uh you know we can't say it the uh yeah, yeah, church but... of uh yeah um of course of course um but yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i agree with you on that that they kind of do lump them in now it is a smart kind of tactic to just kind of lump them all in and then just be like well you know if you think this then you likely think that and you're like well no i don't think this this crazy thing i think this thing that's very likely. reasonable. Yeah, reasonable, yeah. exactly. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so let's hear this uh, this ISIS story. Okay, so I was born and raised in Alabama from, uh, you know, until I was 22 and I left to stay for college. Um, there uh, there was a pretty sizable Arab, um, Lebanese, you know, like they're Christian, though. Um, and I was friends with this, like, I took a broadcasting class with this girl named Hoda. And like you know, we kind of chilled, hung out a couple times. Like you know, she really, she was religious, but she like didn't really start getting radicalized until like uh, sophomore year. Okay, sophomore yeah, year of high and, school. Uh, uh, yeah, sophomore year of high school, and or I think she was sneaking out into like the websites through like readings of the Quran. Okay. And um, so she after she graduated high school, she got a smartphone. She started posting on Twitter under the name um jihad which is a pun for it's the mother of jihad okay 
Yeah, and then uh, she burned her um, passport, took the money she her parents gave her for school, flew over there, uh, and became an ISIS bride. That's great, man. That's wild. And then what happened? No, no, th- okay, so so uh, she went to like Raqqa or whatever. It, it was uh, Syria. Oh, okay. Yeah, she went to Syria, um, and she like uh. She became an ice sprite at first. She, uh, before that, she was recruiting for him on uh, Twitter, you know. Um, and like, uh, she lost two husbands. Uh, now she has a child, or she's lost at least two or three husbands, and now she's lost like a third one. Um, they just battle. get killed. Yeah, they get killed so by drones. So. When you, oh, and so when you're like an ISIS, I don't know much about ISIS brides, but when you're an ISIS bride, you just what you. You just go over there, and then they're just like you're just a soldier, almost like they're like we'll use you as we need you. So if your husband dies, they just move you uh, on to the it's, next it's guy. More about popu- it's more about population growth and right. like women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just yeah. cranking out kids. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, she uh, after ISIS was defeated around 2014, 2016, um, uh, the um, she she immediately regretted her decision, said um said oh no I want to come back to the United States like okay so when she was born here her father was a Yemeni uh, diplomat okay and uh, diplomats can like even if a child is native born uh, they uh, cannot uh, receive citizenship um, right there's like it's just like some some technicality of being a diplomat is like you're still always the the nationality just so yeah that's understandable yeah no so she had a u.s birth certificate a u.s uh, passport but she burned it and joined a terrorist organization so they're saying she's not allowed back in and um and so and so whatever happened with it so she's raising her child in a camp refugee camp um is that how you pronounce it refugee Uh, refugee I know, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a, you threw me off there for a second. I was like, you seem pretty put together beside this refugee. Uh, it's American dad joke. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she, uh, and she's like, I want to come back. Like I missed the life I had. And I'm like, I bitch, you encourage like bombing innocent people. You like, you know, like, uh, all this other stuff, and um, my ex was best friends with her from sixth grade to twelfth grade until uh, Hoda got a smartphone. Okay. And uh, my ex uh, told me like a couple months later into our relationship that she was interrogated by the FBI. Really? To just be like, what do you know about this girl? Yeah, because uh, she was apparently one of the last people to speak to her. Um, she wouldn't tell me much, but uh, I, I don't think she had, you know, she didn't have anything to do with it. Um, yeah. Oh, you're saying your ex didn't have anything to do with it? Yeah. I fucking no. hope not. No. no um, we, uh, we got to see uh, Bernie Sanders in person uh, when he came to Birmingham, Alabama, though. That was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and then, so yeah. where is she? So she's now in a refugee camp in where? I believe it's like. Uh, like in the Yemeni. Middle East, yeah, like yeah, in, it's in the Middle East. I'm not sure exactly where. And then she, and what's her deal? Like she's just staying there until, like they figure this out, or like, like is she there for life, or or did she have to go back to 
her dad's country of uh yeah, yeah i don't know if it's like the polit- the politics of it all uh i i'm going to assume that maybe her lawyers could defend the case because like you can't just burn your passport and like well uh, burning your passport doesn't mean you fucking like you know you're not a citizen of a country anymore like people lose their passports all the time you don't yeah, lose your citizenship yeah, yeah no that's what i'm saying and like uh they're saying her citizenship was never like that valid due to uh she had all the requirements, like her parents had the visas and all that. I think, I think they just want to. Keep oh, they're, her they're trying to just like after the fact saying that. Uh... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's uh, what is it? There's like Canada had a thing like that, and and the UK sim- similar issues, uh, with people who are like leaving for ISIS or whatever. But that's fucked up. That's like the biggest nightmare if you're the father and you're just trying to be like an American and you're like, yeah, yeah I, we're I Muslim, so you know, and then you're like, and your kid actually turns out to be a fucking terrorist. Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't like. Uh, I didn't even imagine it coming from her. She was like pretty sweet, and like she was mostly Americanized until like, uh, you know, like until she got the smartphone and then she went down that Ben Shapiro uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, everybody. Oh, uh, one oh, more yeah. thing. One yeah, more yeah, thing. yeah. What else we got? Um. So, uh, you remember the Jordan Peterson, uh, like model, like the fat model thing? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, so uh, the girl she beat out, I actually went to high school with, and she, um, I used to, I, I didn't really date her. We hung out. Um, you hung out uh, with, uh, with the set, a runner-up for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Competition? She's from my hometown of Birmingham, Alabama. Wait, she, the girl uh, who was on the cover? You're saying the big girl or not? Not the girl on the cover. It's, she was on the Bachelorette, and like uh, I saw her like uh, trying out. And, um, oh, okay. But she was yeah, almost like, on the cover? She lost out to that girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. She, she so must be bummed about that. Oh, she, she's balling. I doubt she's cares. Oh, she's she doesn't care. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. At least, yeah. I mean, it would suck. Yeah. I'm sure there's so many girls who are like work so hard to be a model, and then it's just like, yeah, if you just eat more, you'll be more successful. I'm like, what? I thought we weren't, <laughs> thought we weren't allowed to eat at all. <laughs> um. Anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, bye. All right, ISIS brides. In the f- house, we'll try. We'll try getting a hold of Soldo one more time. It's very on brand for him to not have his phone on, though. I gotta say, I said I was gonna call him. Oh, Someone you says, have reached the oh, voicemail, and that's it. Kevin Soldo, unreachable. Let's keep this going. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Danny. It's Craig. Hey, what's up, Craig? How you doing, man? Hey, man. All right. So I got a conspiracy for you. Okay. Don't cut me off. All I'm right. Not cut, I'm not cutting you Listen, off. Listen. All right. I don't, cut, I any, I don't cut anybody off. An establishment economic globalist. Okay. <laughs> but I'm telling you, and I'm telling your audience, do not believe Danny. When they raise interest rates, it makes the prices go up. Don't cut me off, Danny. I need to I'm tell not your audience up. about this. Tell them. Interest rates go Craig's up. The prices up. go up. Don't cut me off, Danny. Oh, uh, that was a. Uh, guys, I didn't cut him off. That was a bit that Craig did. Very clever, Craig, to make it seem like I cut you off. I did not cut off Craig. I would just like people to know uh, that I did not cut Craig off. Craig cut himself off. And I don't think it's true. I would like to talk to him because I go, interest rates go up, prices go up. What? Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, what's up, Danny? How's it going, man? Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is John. How's it going, John? How are things? 
I'm good, man. Um, so I was wondering, uh, did you, uh, is there like a, uh, link for that LinkedIn guy that like his dad is a, a CIA agent? So like, we were, you know what I was, so Ryan, if, so if people don't know this guy, his name is Dustin McKisson, you can look him up. Um, he, he put out this LinkedIn thing saying how like his dad, like had this crazy life and his dad was a serial killer and all this like nuts stuff. And he made these YouTube videos and he was trying to like raise money and all this stuff. It was, it's very like, if you watch it or you read the thing, you go, this is like really well done. If this is fake, this is real. It's insane. Uh, but it's, I'm starting. I, I mean, even when I saw it, I was like, I'm leaning towards fake. And then just, if you go on his Facebook page, there's there's so there's now Facebook groups that are like devoted to like, I guess, debunking this. And if you look at it, they're like, you know, people <clears throat> call like he said, like, oh, there was like this. The, he co- murdered her father, murdered this or his father, murdered this woman in like Canada somewhere. And then people in the group were like, here's a thing of the detective talking about it. And then they're like it. So from the sound of it, it's bullshit. People are saying he has some sort of like mental issue. But the writing is really well done. If you if you did you get a chance to read it? No, I was actually searching for it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, so it. if you just type in um, Dustin Dustin McKisson, M-C-K-I-S-S-E-N, on uh, mm. LinkedIn, or Dustin McKisson Father. I don't even know if he maybe delete. Did he delete it? He has 100,000 followers on uh on LinkedIn, but this is his whole thing is about how he's like, my dad is a serial killer. I don't even use LinkedIn. So I, I don't even know what the fuck's going on here, but right. uh, I don't even see, I don't even see the posts anymore. Like it's now it's just, it seems like a normal page. Um, but people oh, are man. saying like, he's had like mental illness things. And, but if you type Dustin McKisson, Father. Yeah, he looks like uh, he looks like little bitch Scolari from uh, what's uh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. No, so it is here. Okay, so if you type in, it's called "Wishing a Happy Father's Day to My Dad, a Man We Now Believe Is a Serial Killer," and it's this whole thing. It's like lengthy, and it has all these photos. I mean, it's very believable. There's like a photo of a kid who looks exactly like him, and he goes like, "I don't know who." Like, I don't remember the kid's fatter than I was, and his hands all fucked up, and that is like, that's not me. That's my like abandoned twin brother. It gave me real, um, real Blair Witch vibes. Uh, mm. In that sense, but I don't. I've looked into it a little bit, and I, I want to say that it's bullshit. Mm. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, if it's again, if it's not, like, how is there not like a manhunt to go track down his dad? And like, it's just crazy saying my dad raped me, and he's like, I don't remember oh. anything before. Uh, he raped him when he was like, you know, in his a teenager, like late teens, and he's like, I don't remember anything before I was like ten years old because I was like kept in captivity and the whole oh, thing. Yeah, the whole thing's nonsense <clears throat> to be honest. But it's it's riveting. Uh, mm-hmm. it is very riveting. But uh, and then and I think like on the oh, so now he has a thing. Yeah, he has a on YouTube. If you look at it, there's a thing called. Uh, on no this is someone else's page but it's uh i i, I got to say the interesting thing is how like I, women are just so into this stuff that it's all now just uh like if you go on facebook and stuff it's all um women just loving this stuff they're all they're all sleuthing to crack the case mm. all the stuff but yeah anyways i uh, recommend checking out any uh conspiracy theories <coughs> you want to talk about anything that uh, uh interesting just the uh just the um are you familiar with nick bryant 
I am not familiar with Nick Bryant. Who is that? He wrote this book called The Franklin Scandal, and it's about the Franklin Credit Union in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And they uh, it's basically the Epstein Network, but it's Republicans, so it's all young boys. And uh, there's young girls, too. And um, this guy's got a podcast, and he interviews some of the – the victims and stuff. It's all crazy. I heard about it on a, so this is a conspiracy. Okay. This is a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory. It's not a theory because they've, it's actually been proven. Like people went to jail and whatnot. Yeah. But it's like, even if you look it up on, on Wikipedia, they're like, uh, okay. Well, if you're talking about like just wacko shit, um, no, I'm not talking about wacko shit. I'm just like, cause I don't know. There's, there's there's so many good ones. Oh yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the theory that aliens are just like uh, ghosts, basically. That's kind of interesting. Like they come from the earth. Aliens are on the inside of the earth. Um, I don't really know. It's like, uh, this guy wrote this book called the secret cipher of the euphonauts. And he's like, got a way of numerology where you can like, I don't know, contact these things. I don't know. It's really weird. Sounds like a Ouija board. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it sounds a bit like a Ouija board. Um, yeah. All right, well, yeah, yeah, that that seems interesting. I don't know that that one I've never heard of. There's there's so many conspiracies yeah. I feel like I've never heard of before. But um, mm. I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to crowdsource them, if you will. Here's a conspiracy. How come you guys haven't been on the Tim Dillon podcast? That's bullshit. Well, he's in Los Angeles. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's in oh, LA. That's a big deal. I'll so different side of the country, guys. but um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll happen at some point. <laughs> Tim's cool. Cool. Yeah, we're, all right, we're man. Well, all right. Th- thanks, thanks for coming. Bye. Uh, all right. Let's try calling Kevin one more time because I do want to talk to him. Such a fucking piece of shit that Kevin sold. Though. Let me tell you. If I tell him I'm going to call him. I say, Kevin, I'm going to call you at 920, 930. You have reached the voicemail. That's, that's it. Kevin Soldo is dead to me. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Daddy, 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 this is Miles. What's up, Miles? How you doing, man? Oh, I got a conspiracy theory for you. Now we're talking. You sound excited about it. it. It's a little unique. Okay. So, Danny, I used to work in the Texas legislature. Oh, okay. So I used to work for a senator in the Texas legislature. Okay. And I don't know if you remember what happened in Texas February 2021 where we had the snow vid. The huge. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, yeah. So I have some friends in Austin, and that's where I'm from. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right, the legislatures there. Yeah, and uh, they were like, he's like, they had he had a newborn, and he's like, we don't have any power, and it's like they were they were starting to kind of get it was like getting to the point where like getting really worried about it because like yeah, we have no power and right, right. So um, over a hundred people died. Yeah, and like the grid shut, like the power grid got what overloaded. Yeah, so so let me get into it real quick. But the a little birdie who has a lot of military connections who used to come into the office testify a lot of the bills and committees was telling our chief of staff who told us that most likely it was actually the government uh, seeding storms. You ever you heard of like weather seeding where they do that in China? For yeah, yeah, where they like to shoot clouds into the sky, kind of. Yeah, thing? so they're they're shooting clouds. And two years prior, you know, you're talking about the electrical grid. Um, there was a chance to make the whole power grid weatherized, which just means that it's protective against harsh storms, things like that. Um, kind of, I mean, 
why they're reasoning they're seeding it, maybe to take down the power grid, maybe to get us on a national power grid, strip Texas. China has a whole bunch of their uh, wind farms. They're connected into our mainframes. I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons to. Yeah, but a lot of possibilities. Right, right. So, 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 and who did the federal government did this? Uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't know too much about it, but there hasn't been a storm like that in over 120 years in Texas. And there's no storm where over 100 people are dying. Yeah. And, and it, why did so many people die? So many people died uh, because, one, they weren't weatherized. So literally, literally, when they were at the power plants, when the nuclear and coal was trying to be produced, it was stuck. So it cannot move forward. So people... Literally, if you're thinking like a water tank, you're not getting water into the tank. Mm-hmm. It's not even going in the pipes. Wait, the right? people died at the plant? No, so people aren't getting power to their homes. Yeah, yeah, that that right. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I do that. Right, the right, people right. are getting power to their homes. Yeah, yeah. And so what? They just died of like, uh, but what was like, they died of exposure? Yeah, so I, w- I, w- I was having to answer constituents calls where people are saying they have their 100, you know, or 90-year-old grandmother mm-hmm. who who sickly you know in their bed that they, they, they can't take them anywhere warm um people having to uh you know give up their warmth for their kids it was some real like naked and afraid type shit damn yeah damn, also laundry mattresses i've never seen a motherfucker go into a laundry mattress and buy anything those are all fake what's a laundry all mattress fake. laundry mattresses they're fronts for the cartel for mafias it's it's a chain store Yes. You know what? I've actually heard this before about this laundry. I've I've read this, actually. Someone was saying the same thing about this. I can't remember where. Maybe on, like, Reddit or something. But about... Yeah, people keep their mattresses for 20 years. Who the fuck is buying mattresses? Yeah. Who who, who do you know that buys a mattress this year? Uh, The only person I know is J.J. Lieberman. And I don't think he even bought one yet, but... He's the only person I know who needs one. I mean, occasionally you do need a new mattress, but yeah, I know what you mean. They they do last a while. And I mean, my mattress, I I my last two mattresses I've bought off of Amazon. And they just they're memory foam, and they just deliver them to your door, and they're great. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I've heard about this laundry thing. So they're just a front for cartels. So but oh, they're, they're all they're all they're all fronts. I met a I met my first mattress salesman. Yeah, and the guy can't tell me who he sells to. Like just. The, the guy says he makes all this money. You know, he doesn't tell me how many mattresses he can sell. Yeah. Doesn't tell me, you know. Very vague. Very vague. Yeah, yeah, uh, So I, I want to go back to the, the power thing. So sure. they they the seeded the – and yeah, yeah. So basically they, they did this. So they can just like create like a winter – like, because I thought it was just precipitation, but they was it cold enough where well, like, you know what I mean, where it became like a winter storm, where it was maybe yeah. So, so any place that snows a lot, rain, you know, rains a lot, mm-hmm. right? So I, uh, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but I know in China, I mean, they're they're everyone was complaining about the air. It's not hard to see that. It, it, we already know that they they've poured chemicals on people, right? You, you seen like the those things like uh, chemtrails in the air, where you're like, that's not from planes. That's not that's not gas or smoke yeah I, that i've never seen i've never seen like the chemtrail i mean i've seen i've seen chemtrails but i always disappear. assume they're from a plane yeah they're not from planes that if you ever look at a plane in the air it's unless it's dropping something it's not leaving like a trail you know a long standing trail behind yeah you i mean i feel up. i feel like, like i have seen planes where they 
through the sky and they do like leave some sort of exhaust behind them. I mean, this is Are like you? the this is the OG conspiracy theory right here. Chemtrails. This is, this is OG. Yeah. yeah, chemtrails is like where it all started almost. Um, but but anyways, yeah. So, but because Austin doesn't get cold. No, it doesn't get cold. But so, like, do you, right, think they t- do you think they timed it where they like they're like here it's just uh, unseasonally cold and then well, they're like let's hit it. Well, well, I think I think they're just trying to crash the system just because Texas is its own electrical grid. It's the only state that has its own grid. So oh, everyone, every state is connected to other states. Oh, gotcha. So, so Texas by itself is like it. It's it's so different. It's actually like the blueprint of grids it's it's we had the best electrical grid what happened is they started blaming ERCOT um ERCOT is the electrical yada yada of Texas Texas, yeah and and these people can't give any answers they all get fired they all it just seems like to me it was a way to um uh get people these stupid people in ERCOT out uh blame natural gas and you know and green energy they blame you know just to get people mad at each other right natural gas versus clean energy people yeah and i just it was to uh i don't think it's to hurt people i think it's to mess with the system make as much chaos what do you think Dan? well whatever happened whatever happened with it was did anything change because of that um did they do anything well, no they didn't really do it they fired the people they fired the people at ERCOT. i don't think they've still demanded that everything be weatherized so your people are still able to or still at risk of feeling the same thing. Um, I just think it's to take on down the grid. Like if you if you understood how many Chinese energy plants, that was a big thing. They mm-hmm. have windmills. Yeah, yeah. They hook into our Texas grid, put our put their Chinese parts on our grid so that they can replicate that in China. So that they can steal so, our information. So basically, yeah, they're stealing IP, which they like to do over de- down there in China. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never heard that that angle that it was done intentionally, but I, I you know, I'm sure they're doing stuff like that. I, I wouldn't be oh, surprised. I mean, it's just the, you COVID. Know, the motives. COVID is the easiest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, came, came from, hey, last one, last one, mm-hmm. the, the first slave owner ever in America was black. Is that true? And that's just a conspiracy theory. Or that's a conspiracy. That's true. That's no, that's true. That's not a theory. That's not even a conspiracy. That's not a, con- not a that's nor a Sorry, conspiracy nor a theory. I want to some facts. That's dude. just a fact. Interesting. A fact. Um, cool. Slavery right. goes above colors and races and gender. So. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling, in, buddy. Bye, Daddy. Yeah, let it up. Interesting. I like that. That is a legit. That's a conspiracy right there. That's a legit conspiracy about the fucking, the seeding the weather and causing the storms. God damn. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, how you doing? Good, how are you? Who am I speaking with? James from PA. Hey, it's James, Bass James. How you doing, buddy? By the way, you sent me your your music. I listened to it. Yeah, what'd you think? I I liked it. It was very good. Good. I'm glad. I did it all myself. Right right now. Do you you want to plug your channel? What, what, What was your channel again? Oh, uh, I just started a thing. Paid oh, liar, paid and, liar, uh, paid liar. You, yeah, that's what it is. Paid liar, right? Yeah. So any new music will be under that. Okay. Well, if you want to check it out, I the song's good. It. I liked it. Paid, paid <laughs> liar, James from PA. Man, people really. Uh, when you called in last week, you uh, you definitely hit a hit a nerve. <laughs> well, hold on a second. I'm gonna light a smoke. 
What's going on? Just here? got back from the beach. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was lighting a smoke. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Tons of sun today. Anyways, I uh, yeah, after listening back to my call, I feel I went a little long and I was a little cynical. But uh, okay. <laughs> let's talk about an actual conspiracy, which some people actually say is provable. But what I see is that they're trying to pull people one way or the other. Um, say climate change, but the pole shifting. Yeah. The pole's shifting, and some people think it's going to completely what invert. And, yeah, isn't that uh, so, isn't that a phenomenon where they just they literally just it, like a snap of a finger, it just inverts. Yeah, some people say that's what's going to happen. Um, from what evidence I've seen of where they actually show like NASA projections over time, from like 1900 to 2000 to now, uh, it's it shows that it's like going up and it's going to end up in the Indian ocean, the North pole mm -hmm. and then the South pole. Like they're not actually staying um, like on the top and bottom. Like they're not moving together. Okay. The poles. So the, I guess the thing that struck me was that uh, they keep saying that things are going to warm up. Uh, a lot of people saying that things are going to warm up. Um, water's going to rise and the ice caps are going to melt. So then everybody's got to get away from certain areas. But really the evidence from like NASA and when they show these things, it's looking more to me like a lot of places are going to get cold and there's going to be only certain areas like a new Valley of the sun for our for where our country is, where they say like, uh, Colorado in that area. Yeah, yeah, like uh, where it'll be hospitable. I was actually wondering with the last caller when he said the snowstorm in Austin, and that's kind of where I thought maybe the conspiracy angle was, where there was, it was some sort of like, you know, climate change, yeah. ESG kind of thing where they did that and they go, see, look, they're like, we were having crazy snowstorms in Texas or whatever. But then maybe yeah, it wasn't, uh, maybe it was not a conspiracy and it's just maybe proving what you're saying. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I'll remark on what he was talking about. I would love to see some like doc gov stuff about like harp or whatever uh, if they're creating weather because honestly if you think about it if they can create weather and i mean a lot of people say china already does cloud seeding we already do cloud seeding we I mean, already do all yeah these i mean the jews have been creating weather since the dawn of time <laughs> <laughs> i guess you can say that <laughs> I'm a but poor yeah, yeah, Irishman, we, so I yeah. try not to say too much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we we know that China's been doing it. They're not even like they're not hiding it. They're they have it for specific purposes, like when they had the Olympics, and I guess they're able to right. manage so that was the true. smog. I was in China like in 2007, I believe, mm. and the smog there is I don't know what it's like now, but it was no joke. Like it is very right. much as people describe it. Like we were out. I can't remember where we were. Uh, oh, no, we were at the Great Wall of China, actually. Went to go see a piece of it. And uh, you, like, couldn't... I bet that was cool. It was very cool. I mean, the craziest thing about it is that it's, like... Uh, I think it's, like, 3,000 miles long. Something nuts. Like, when you yeah. go see it and how old it is... Um, mm. And... Uh, oh, sorry. No, 13,000 miles. Holy shit. It's Holy nuts shit. how long... You're, like, this must have taken... So like, there's no way humans could kind of do something like that. Where I, I, I mean, they obviously could, but just like the amount right. of labor that was required when they made it, and just, and it's you know, some parts of it are some parts of it are crumbling, some parts of it are in decent shape, and those are the parts you go visit. But yeah, you like you, I remember like you couldn't see. I don't know, maybe you could maybe see 
a mile ahead of you, like just in, and then it was like, it was like, it looked like fog, but then also you glow, whenever you blow your nose, it's just like black. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, It's it's bad there. But, but anyway, sorry, (laughs) go on. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I guess I'm, I've never been across any ponds, but, um, I tried to, with the internet, you know, do the best you can mm-hmm. with what you have. But, uh, I mean, I must yeah, say that I, virtual reality is probably going to, like the Oculus <laughs> and all that stuff, will, will probably, you know, bridge that gap a bit. Which I have some thoughts about. I have thoughts about everything. I don't want to bounce around too much. Um, but if we stay on um, with, with the weather creating, if they could do that, if we're doing that, like I would remark on what happened there with Texas um, what I've heard about a lot of the stuff that happened with the energy with like uh, Elcott El- El- or whatever, okay. um, I guess there's like a secondary almost like stock market for energy. Yeah. And I mean, there's it's, it's its own market. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like buying and selling and nobody would get power in certain parts of Texas until they could make money off of it. So I would think that would be a huge like ethics violation or something yeah, where like I mean, people sure. were like freezing and dying and they're like waiting to give them energy until they get the right price for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they don't frame it as that, but I'm sure they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, there was the grid. I mean, grids do fail. I remember in Toronto, I was actually, when I was in Toronto, like in dead of winter, I don't, I can't remember where it was. There were actually two failures, but there was one where there was like no power in Toronto for like three days and it was fucking cold. It's probably yeah. like I think this is probably eight eight years ago, roughly something like that. And it was really cold. And there was like this. There was a really sad story, but it's kind of stupid. But uh, this family, they were like cold, and they brought their barbecue inside. Mm. To, oh no! Yeah, and then they died of carbon monoxide poisoning because. Jeez. Yeah, because they were like they didn't realize that you know it's. Not education failure there. Well, you can't. Yeah, you you can't operate a barbecue in an unventilated (laughs) space. Well, you know, and I I think you know that'll lead you into the thing like technology has actually made a lot of us dumb in certain ways. If you haven't, if you don't use it in the proper ways to like learn all the base knowledge that you should have, it's like I think a lot of people started using them as crutches instead of tools. Yeah, and. uh, and it's starting to really show because, yeah, if you listen to some people who lived in Texas during that time when that storm went through, a lot of people died due to stupidity and literally just not knowing obvious things that kept humans alive for however long. And then all of a sudden they got smartphones and they were able to pay other people to do most things. And then uh, there you go. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything shuts down and you don't know what to do yeah yeah i mean sometimes yeah it's hard to think with the grid stuff it's another one of those issues too where you're like there's just there's so many people in charge of it and i don't know i always sometimes think like a lot of stuff can, can really just be chalked up to incompetence a lot of times right. people are like where where are these people who are you know and you're like it's just they're just regular people who are in charge of this stuff that we kind of just give them more credit uh yeah and that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, every uh, every large corporation like this, every big machine has all these tiny gears, and we can't. We want to like, uh, we don't want to blame it on all the gears. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. entire machine as a whole, and be like, yeah, maybe that machine is no longer working for a, a good purpose. Because um, I like like I said last time I called in, I think things just got too big, and if we kept them smaller, then people would care more about you know, just like food talk about food for just a second and i'll get off here yeah yeah um it got so massive 
is so huge. Now nobody knows what they're eating and nobody, a lot of people don't even care. Um, <laughs> they can't pronounce most of the ingredients on the bags and on the boxes. Yeah. Most things come in plastic and now people don't even know if that's healthy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm thinking is if we made it smaller and everybody cared and knew where everything was coming from, but that's a hard thing. I well, don't know. That's, do you that's think such a that's tough possible? No, because people, you know, technology allows people to not have to do this shit. And I think people kind of are like, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, we have technology so that I don't have to grow my own food, not the other way around. So, I mean, it's hard to make people care about stuff. I, I yeah. just, it's, it's just difficult. I don't know. I do hear you, Danny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm glad you care. I'm glad you care enough to take people's calls. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I appreciate uh, your time. Yeah, I appreciate and, you calling uh, in. Thanks again, James. But hey. I would uh, look into like this pole shift thing because I actually think if that were to happen, they're talking about oh, like, that would be 2030, like, 2040 it'd be a disaster. within a couple decades. Yeah. Well, and uh, uh, there's Sol- a lot solar flares. Another one a lot of where apparently like yeah. a, a solar flare could happen at any moment. Yeah, Micronova. Really? Yeah, or whatever. It's just like a solar flare, and then like there's there's no power. There's no cell phones. Nothing. It's just like snap of a finger, all gone. Yeah, I think they said fiber optic would be the only thing that would survive. Yeah, and because it's, it's I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering about tunnels, Danny. Think about tunnels. Yeah, yeah. I hope I, we don't have to live in tunnels, James. Hey, boring company. Yeah, yeah. That's Who knows what all these yeah, do? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Thanks, James. And check check out James uh, Paid Liar on YouTube. You can check him out there. Appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Take care, bye. Um, yeah, some. Of, I, by the way, I I didn't see that, but I guess the autofocus on the camera went out and it looked all fucked up. Which earlier I was fucking with the camera and it did the same thing. And I don't know if you guys seen that like dolly thing where people keep putting the like it's the AI uh, graphics thing, and then it kind of looked like that. I don't know if it looked like that to you. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, uh, so this I called last week. I talked about the uh, fourth turning. Yeah, 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 Mr. Fourth Turning, how's it going? What was your name again? Uh, Ryan. Ryan, how's it going, Ryan? So, I've heard you guys on the Boys Cast yep. talk a little bit of shit about astrology. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's not exactly a conspiracy theory, but it sort of is. Okay. And astrology wanna... is a conspiracy theory? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say so. Yeah. That's the way people. That's the way people talk about it. Yeah, I mean, by pe- I mean, but it's just yeah. I guess it's because it's really the domain of women. I've never heard a guy <laughs> talk about. Uh, I've heard that a lot. I, I studied psychology. I got into it through Carl Jung. Okay. Like you know, Freud and Jung, they yeah, broke yeah. up over astrology. Mm-hmm. Which and one of them book, was into it? Jung. Jung. He was wrote a book called Ion, where he pretty much predicted everything that was going to happen. Everything that's happening right now, and said it's because we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Okay. Um, Interesting. And so the first, the last two thousand years has been the age of Pisces, and what what I think really proves it to me is that all the bases of all the religions going back were all astrological. And yeah. so, so you're into astrology, just to be. I am. Yeah. You okay? Okay. So. Continue. So. All the religions, there's always been a winter solstice holiday. There's always been ebbs and flows throughout the year, right? So if you go all the way back, and if you think about the fourth turning, if you take it all the way back, when we were closer to nature, if you're, like, animals have migration patterns throughout the year. Like, if you're born in the wrong time of year as a certain animal, you either will be 
you, you like won't live. Right. So as we were civilizing and like evolving, okay. we had different adaptations to the annual year. Right. And if the fourth turning is correct and it's biological, then we had 80 year cycles, which are, which is the cycle of Uranus. Mm-hmm. And so the, the whole archetype of Jesus, the reason the Jews knew that something was going to happen, the star of Bethlehem, right? The, the three wise astrologers is because all religions knew that there was this astrological event happening that every 2000 years was a different age. So that started the age of Pisces that we've been in. And now, and how the do they Aquarius. select what age we're in? Like, how do they know? Is it ba- based on like looking at the stars? Yeah, the constellations. Okay, they just look at it and they go, "That that looks like two thousand years of Pisces." Like, is something cha- well, changing? Well, well, what changed was the way. So, it's called the the, the age of precession, and every two thousand years, what constellation is behind the sun shifts over one constellation. So it's like a the, the constellations make a like a clock around the sky. Okay. So there's twelve houses throughout the day whatever's on the horizon goes through all, all the houses every three hours. Um, so it's a lot, I get into it, but basically I'm not saying there's anything supernatural going on about it. I think we just projected ourselves and our culture onto the stars as a timepiece. Interesting. I could see that, I guess. I honestly, the more you explain this to me, the more I'm like, you know what? I don't know fucking shit about this. Uh, all the constellations and stuff. And I actually took an astronomy class. Which one are we talking about? Astrology? Astrology, yeah. Yeah, I took I took the one the the one that's in, you can take in school. Uh and I still don't know any of this stuff. But yeah, that's uh I guess that's kind of interesting. I still feel like a lot of people don't even really use it like the way you're explaining it cuz they're all just the way most women that I've noticed use it is all just like, "Oh, I'm a total bitch right now because something with the planets." You're like, I well, I, know, I, I, I know where that. all the planets are at all the time and how they're interacting with each other. Really? Yeah. So like, and something that's really interesting is when COVID happened, that people in astrology knew for years before that, that on that week, something was going to happen. The last time that, that, so it was Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter all were in the same spot in the sky. Yeah. The last time that happened was on Martin Luther's birthday, who started the Protestant revolution. So okay. that's the kind of worldwide shift everyone was looking forward to and then COVID happened and we were like what the fuck but COVID didn't happen on a day well that week is when or that, is or... when they shut everything down oh the week that everything shut down was the week interesting yep. and so and so what other predictive thing like what, what what's coming up then what did the stars say what do we got coming up next uh, we got well we've got Jupiter Mars and Aries. So the war thing has kind of been because um, Mars is the god of war, Jupiter's expansion, and those have been in the in Aries, which is like the, the god of war. Right. Um, w- 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 the big thing to look forward to is Pluto moving into Uranus, which is when everyone thinks we're going to like lose the power grid. When does that happen? Uh, like two years, th- two or three years from now. Alright, well I'll have to get some I'll have to get a generator so I can keep doing this show, I guess. Is that the plan? I'm just curious, what are, what are you, what's your sign and what is Ryan's sign? Uh, my sign is I'm a Sagittarius. I was born on December 12th. And I don't know what Ryan's sign is, but he's born on August uh, 10th. 
Probably a Leo. Probably a Leo. I mean, if you don't know that, I feel like that's right up your alley. Or is horoscopes a different thing from this? Well, no, I just know that like some like most of August is Leo. Oh, okay. But the beginning of August. Okay, so what does it mean? What does a Leo and a Sagittarius mean, Ryan? It means you're both fire signs. Which okay. Is oh no, we went blurry again. Damn it. Stupid fucking camera. I apologize. It means you guys are compatible, and it means you're both fire signs, which kind of is like main character energy. Mm-hmm. So Sagittarius is like the the teacher, the 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 centaur. Interesting thing, the reason why Sagittarius is the centaur with the bow and arrow mm-hmm. is because it's the time of year when all the leaves fall off the trees right before winter, and it's easy hunting. So huh. it's like the hunter's time. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I could go on and on. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, to – every time you guys mention on the boys cast, I, I get angry because oh, okay. you guys are so – you guys are so dismissive about it. <laughs> yeah, generally we are. Um, anyways, okay, thanks for calling in, Ryan. i got to go fix this fucking camera for a second, but thank, I appreciate it. All right, gotcha. Bye. All right, one second. I'm going to fix this focus on this camera. This is annoying the shit out of me. Uh, hey, what's up? Hold on a second. Yeah. Oh, let's see if that works. Stupid technology. Sorry. Uh, I think we're back. Hey, who am I speaking with? I apologize for that. This camera is doing some weird autofocus stuff that it's never done before. Uh, no problem. Probably because I'm such a Sagittarius. By the way, just sorry. Give me one second. I just want to give a shout out to Matt Nui uh, for the super chat. He says, wild theory, but I'm not sure how to prove it. But apparently hiring budgets are much bigger than retention budgets within major corporations. Thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Do you have, do you have any thoughts on that? Who, what's your name, by the way? Hey, this is Casey from Georgia here. Casey from Georgia. I like your accent, man. Yeah. How's it going? I'm good. First, Are you a Matt Newey? I'm going to get back to that. First time caller. Cool, cool. What do you want to What do you want to chat about there? Hey, uh, well, I mean, uh, I ran across your channel on the live stuff about uh, conspiracy theory stuff. Okay. I uh, thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, I guess first thing I'd like to ask about is... Uh, what about the whole Harpa DARPA weather controlled stuff? Well, we were actually just talking. I don't know if you've been watching the episode, but someone called in um, who who actually had a bit of a. He says he has a source, but the the big power issue in Austin uh, a couple of years ago, where they had the crazy snowstorm, he was saying that he heard from a source that it was actually like the government uh, like seeded clouds or whatever that caused that snowstorm. And it was, they don't know the exact, he doesn't know the exact motives, I guess, but um, they they were saying that. But yeah, the Harpa DARPA stuff is, is uh, can you, it's what, just like basically controlling the weather uh, on a. Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't put it past, I mean, if they have the abilities, if the U.S. government has the ability to do anything, I wouldn't put it past them that they're screwing around with it a little bit. I would think so. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, I mean, where I'm at in June, the weather here is pretty hot. I mean, compared to what it normally is. You're saying right now? Yeah. I mean, normally we don't see these temperatures till, well, July, August, somewhere around in there. Yeah. And you're saying this is like a recent occurrence? Yeah. I mean, the past few days, I mean, heat index is going up to 100, 105. I mean, yeah, do you, are, are you a are you a believer in climate change? I'm sorry. Do you, how, what do you think about climate change? Like, do you think that that could explain it? 
it possibly could. I mean, yeah, uh, I know uh, one of the last few callers was talking about chemtrails. Yes. And I believe that's uh, a big thing, I mean, as far as controlling the weather, too. Is the chemtrails? The chemtrails are, are honestly one of my favorite conspiracy theories. But so you think with the chemtrails that... Because I always, I mean, I always kind of was dismissive about it, to be honest, a bit, where I was just like, I just always was like, you see a plane, and then they're behind the plane, and then, but also, I lived in Canada, where people are way less conspiratorial in Canada about the government. I, I don't know why. There, there's a different angle in America where people are a little more combative with the government, where in Canada, people are a little more trusting, which is probably better that you, you're less trusting of your government. Uh if I have to think about it, but like there was never, nobody ever was like in Canada, I see chemtrails and you're like, those are chemtrails. Not nobody, but I feel like it's, it's uh, more of a phenomenon here. But so what do you think they're trying to do? Just affect the weather essentially with chemtrails? Uh, possibly. I mean, like a few months ago, I mean, we had a, a lot of rain and I mean, we'd have some pretty beautiful days. And then next thing you know, you're, well, hell I'm going to work and, looking up at the sky and you see just like a, a grid of of the chemtrails i mean that's the only thing i could kindly explain it yeah but the next thing you know a few days later or a day later i mean here comes the rain interesting yeah i wonder if people are making that a similar observation where you live uh, and I, I mean, obviously rain can be beneficial but when you're talking about that there wasn't like some crazy drought where they're needing rain right Oh, no, it's just, uh, it seemed like every time you turn around, uh, um, you look up at the sky and then there's like a grid in the sky almost hmm. and there'll be rain coming. I, I honestly can't think I've ever actually seen that, but I imagine what you're saying is just chemtrails of just planes kind of crossing to, to make that grid. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that personally. I don't really spend a lot of time looking up at the sky either though. So that might, I mean, that might be that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I know me and a few buddies at work. We we talk about it, and then one guy he wasn't a believer so much, and then then he started paying attention to it, and I don't know, he kind of called on, and he's on board. Uh, and do you so, do you have any theory of why the government's doing this, or it's just some reason that they don't want to share? I'm not sure. I know uh, I've noticed this more, or I've paid attention to it more after, say, COVID hit. Yeah. It's like they're trying to keep you suppressed inside, kind of keep you down and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel social media does a very good job of that without without them screwing with the weather. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, Casey, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right. No problem. Take hey, it. thanks for taking my call. Yeah, take care. Bye. Casey with the chemtrails. Um, yeah. Matt Newey, by the way, you said you know, the whole thing where you say apparently hiring budgets are much bigger than retention budgets within. I don't I mean, I don't I don't I don't even know. I, I mean, I guess you're saying that they want to hire more people. But I mean, I don't know if you saw like there's so many companies right now where they they hired on the crazy surge after covid. And now they're like, yeah, we got to fire everybody. We're sorry. All right. We got a call from Canada. Who am I speaking with here? Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. 
Hello, how's it going? Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Glad to be on. Ah, thanks for calling. Who am I speaking with? Uh, you can call me Ed. Ed. I, how, I am in Canada. How are you going? How's it going, Ed? I used to have the same, I'm not going to say it, but I at one point had the same. Don't give away where I am, please. I had the same area code as you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's it going? Um, yeah, good. I, I actually I was going to call about something else, but I'd like to give my two cents on the um, retention versus hiring sure. situation. Sure. Yeah, because Matt Newey. So. Uh, yeah. He, he's saying. Like, oh, so, in, oh, sorry. He's just saying it's like paying higher, paying to hire more versus paying to keep the good ones. Which I, I will say when he puts it that way, it makes sense because it's generally, you know, when someone's in your company for a long time, you have to keep giving them raises. Whereas it's like almost like sports yeah. where you get rid of some guy who makes $10 million a year because you can get some rookie who makes 800000 So anyways, that would be my take there. But anyways, go go ahead. That's that's a good point. But I was going to say is when it, it, I don't know much about HR, but in marketing, they say like oh, it's, it's 20 times harder to get a new customer than to just maintain a current one. Mm-hmm. So it, I'd say it does make sense. Your your budget that you spend on fucking hanging on to people is smaller than the one that you spend spend bringing new people in. That is what you said, right? Or I guess uh, yeah, they spend more on getting new people. And I mean, also, like, I have a friend who yeah. he has a company in Austin. He was telling me like they're hiring new people, and like you know the cost for headhunters, and it's really expensive for recruiters. It's it's not right. a not a trivial sum of money to spend just to find qualified people. So. Yeah, exactly. It's more expensive to get, just like getting customer more expensive to get a new person than keep on is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, anyway. Yeah, so what did you want to talk about? Okay, mine's mine's a bit different from the chemtrails and stuff so far. It's, uh, this, this one might, that is not it's weird. Anyway, so basically, um, I watched the George Floyd trial, or sorry, the Dirk Chauvin trial, mm-hmm. with regards to George, to George Floyd, right? Yeah. And the pathologist who did the autopsy he was saying, you know, cause of death was uh, complication. There's it was cardiovascular arrest caused by um, complicated by law enforcement stool or whatever, right? Basically, blame the police. Yeah. Um, but he also said that before he watched the video, he was thinking just by looking at the body that um, it was going to be fentanyl overdose because he couldn't. He couldn't. The body doesn't didn't show them that definitively. Okay. You, you follow me? He, and, so and the, the, the next, this is the coroner. Yes, this is the guy. Yeah, the guy who does the autopsy, the coroner, or whatever. Okay. Um, it was pretty interesting testimony. If people want to go watch the video, but in the next trial for the other three officers, he said that his office, like he initially announced that he wasn't going to be blaming the cops on the death certificate before he had written it, and he testified that he got he got like hundreds of calls from people telling him telling him off for this, pretty much. And this is where it gets into the conspiracy part because. One of the guys who he, he talked about was a different doctor who told him that if he didn't blame the police, then he'd publish an op-ed in the Washington Post saying, completely refuting uh, the original doctor's findings and saying that it was definitely the cop's fault. Mm-hmm. And this guy works, this other doctor who was saying he's going to dispute him, works in Washington, D.C. Okay, see where I'm going with this? Yeah. And... He's been on, on interviews on TV and stuff talking about heck and gun control and systemic racism and all this this stuff that's in with the whole uh, police are bad um, point of view. Yeah. So basically my whole thing is 
that this guy may have been sent by someone to make sure that the cops actually do get blamed for. Uh, I, I, I mean, as much as that's a conspiracy theory, from a logical standpoint, the, you know, the country had kind of made up its mind about what happened there. I mean, obviously it's on video and it's, it was a horrible thing that happened. But like, if yeah. there was a scenario where... I mean, I remember like last summer when the trials were happening, like, you know, people in New York City, if that verdict went the wrong way, like they were going to burn this city to the ground. And I'm sure that was going to be the case all over America. Like not to say that that wasn't really what happened, but if they came through and they go, look, it was like he died of a fentanyl overdose. They didn't contribute to it like in that realm. Holy shit. Like yeah. it would have been I mean, you know, the government does shady shit, no question. I would not put it past them and be like, this is the verdict, this is what needs to be said, and that's kind of that because yeah. the alternative is I mean, there's been, you know, patsies, quote unquote. Not that they were patsies because, you know, Chauvin was literally like on film fucking for whatever, seven minutes. It's not like something that happened sure. like you know, out of frame of a camera, you go, we don't know what was going on there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all that they go, look like this is what needs to happen. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how I feel about it as well. And, and, and also that would explain why during the rest of the trial, there was tons of other stuff with the, the a couple of cases of prosecutorial misconduct and things like that. They're a bit more complicated than I don't care to go and explain here. I, this is why I watched the whole trial. I was like, they're definitely going to be slipping stuff past us. Yeah. And um, you know so what? I field. think, I think that kind of stuff happens in every trial. I just think that this was the profile of this was so high, but I don't think what happened here is necessarily hasn't happened in other trials. It's just the stakes here are like as elevated as they could get, but I'm sure stuff like this happens in every trial. That's a, that's a good point. But there was, there was stuff that was a bit outlandish. Like, in a normal trial, they might be adding, you know, 50 new pieces of evidence to the, to the list overnight. And in this one, they're adding, like, some some crazy higher number, like 200 pieces of evidence a night to the to the case that the lawyers had to go through every day. I can't remember the number exactly. Yeah, yeah, but just, like... Crazy stuff like that. Interesting. Um, in the closing statements, there was a prosecutor who just broke a bunch of the rules because he's used to um, civil court rather than criminal court. Um so he was like said a bunch of stuff he wasn't allowed to say about how bad the defense was and all that kind of thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really even really follow yeah. it that closely that trial because I remember just I was like, I, there's only one outcome here. I I couldn't allow yeah. myself to believe that there would be anything other than one outcome. Which I I'm not saying it was the wrong outcome, but I'm like that's just what it's going to be. That's that's a good point. I am a bit concerned that more people like infinitely more people paid attention to the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp situation than did this criminal case that I'd say was you know, more important than the freaking celebrity relationships. I mean, more hell yeah. I mean, more people pay attention to Amber Heard, Johnny Depp than what's going on the war when it was like even people cared about the war and, you know, yeah. in Ukraine, people were still just like, I mean, people like celebrity gossip. I don't know. It's, it's hard yeah, to compete sure. with it. There's, there's a reason why, like, in the hierarchy of things, it's just, it's how it is. People, they really care about that stuff. Uh, your average person cares about this stuff way more than, you know, global events or they're just, it's what they like. I don't know. It's the reason why American Idol and all that shit is so popular. It's just, it's what people like. Um, anyways, anything else you want to yeah. talk about? No, that was pretty good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the, of the gang, by the way, the boys. So hell yeah. Thanks. Keep it up. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for calling it. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
We got a Canadian and Christopher Vance. Shout out to Christopher Vance uh, for the super chat. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate all of you. Uh, we got a call. Hello. Danny. Hello. What's up, man? I honestly need a setting on my soundboard to just deal with the bass in your voice. I know you might. I'm a, my bad. I, I do. No, be no, no. Too. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. We uh, we had a little weird issues with the camera going out of focus, but other than that, we're good. Uh, how yep. are, how are things over uh, in your your parts of the world? It's cool, man. Yeah, I actually saw cool. something about um, what was it? Were were we talking about Gunna? Was that who we were talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About we were talking about his Rico case or something. Yeah, I saw yeah. something today, mm-hmm. and he's how he's saying he's like I didn't do anything. Oh, that's what Gunna said. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's saying that he's like, uh, he's just it's all big misunderstanding. I am too. It very well could be. I guess we let that play out. I, I mean I'm the in... uh, the Rico right in Rico isn't the C conspiracy? Uh, Rico, oh, no, yeah, no, it's corrupt. I thought it was a conspiracy thing. I thought uh, racketeer influenced yeah. and corrupt organizations act. I am incorrect. Yeah. Um. But how's it? Yeah, how, how are things? You uh, right. you getting up on any new conspiracies? Well, I did have one that I wanted to talk about. Um, people didn't hear. People days. didn't hear on your because uh, you called in on the Patreon last week, actually, with the the New England Patriots one, right? That wasn't on the. It was the Bruce Lee one. I, I said the uh, the Patreon one that I said was Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. The Patriots was the was on the main one. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, right, right, okay. I can go uh, through the book real quick. Yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, see. Well, I mean, apparently, uh, Bruce Lee, you know, was trying to, I guess, like, uh, apparently, he was trying to bring the martial arts, like, he was trying to teach, like, the West about martial arts more than the elders of martial arts over there in Asia would have wanted. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, the conspiracy is that, um, that the elders had him killed, I guess. Yeah. To to from doing, even though I mean, I, the the big hole in that theory for me though is that he had already pretty much done it. Like yeah. he he made all the movies and stuff, and he was already back in the states making movies. So maybe they had been threatening him, and they go, "Look, like what's what's a threat without some sort of some sort of action, you know?" So they go, "Look, you kind of forced our hand." Right. Uh, my girl showing me the, this kind of stuff now. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 I see. Um, let that play out, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's the Bruce Lee one. But I ain't really wanted to get. I wanted to get into this one for real. It's the one that I'm passionate about tonight. Okay. So, uh, so I, like, and my memory could be a little, you know, foggy. Okay. But I remember when when Hillary was uh like for the 2016 election or whatever when they was running. I remember when. It came out that Hillary Clinton had essentially like paid for control of the Democratic National like Convention or the committee or whatever. Okay. And then I feel like after that came out, it wasn't but like a couple of days later that they started talking about all this Russia stuff. Yeah. Like never heard about the Russia stuff until it came out that Hillary Clinton had paid uh, for, for control of the Democratic well, she Party. Had, she had paid for that steel. I guess they paid for that steel dossier or whatever. Um, something like they had financed, like to basically take down Trump, which all so much of the stuff that happened and they were all like, everybody was so indignant. They go, I can't believe that politicians do this stuff. And you're like, everybody had just watched four seasons of uh, house of cards. And you're like, isn't this all they do? 
Right, right. That's what like black all, all the all the shows that got to do with with politicians is nothing but corrupt stuff. Right? Yeah, and they're like doing all this crazy stuff and like you know with the Hillary's emails and all that, like all that stuff, you know. And you're like, isn't this just like normal politics? I mean, pretty much is go back to the Watergate thing. That was what like the seventies. That was the seventies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the original. Like really, but I mean, I'm sure it's been shady politics stuff has been going on forever. Uh, forever. As long as it was politics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Clintons have no shortage of conspiracy theories linked to them. That's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't even really like to talk about them all that much. No, no, no. Yeah, you talk about them too much, and next week everybody's like, what happened to Chad? He's not calling in. I go, oh, man. Clinton. They got to. Clinton side. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's yeah around the politics stuff. There's, I mean, tons of that stuff. You know what? The one thing I didn't really actually notice because you know that guy Anthony Weiner. Um, yeah, him? he lives like right. I see him walking around in my neighborhood. He lives like right by me, like like what? literally like two hundred feet away from me. But someone we were talking about, and like I guess because his wife or ex-wife was Huma Abdeen, who yeah. worked for. Hillary Clinton and all that stuff came out because they were investigating how he, when he sent this like that dick pic to a minor and then somehow they were like going through her computer and that's how all these like the email server and all that stuff came out was because of him uh the investigation into him because of this like whatever dick pic Damn that's crazy that, I didn't even know that for real Yeah yeah so. yeah yeah it was all like unrelated and then it came out with the, the, the server so if he would have never um if he would have never did that which i'm not saying he should have at yeah, all yeah we would never have known none of this stuff though. i honestly i think it's very possible like had he not just been busted for sending this dick pic yeah it would have never come out super crazy yeah i know that's wild mm -hmm. how stuff yeah, it's wild how stuff. Gerard says the Wiener documentary is not bad. I haven't seen it, but Ryan watched it and he said it was good. So uh, that's on my list of things to watch. Um, anyways, thanks, Chad. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nah, I'm just chilling night, man, enjoying the show. Okay, cool. I'm All right. All right, thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, man. Thank you. All right, bye. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna call Zach because Zach has a rebuttal to uh, our Canadian caller. Yeah, Danny, did you mean to call? Yeah, yeah, Zach, right? Yeah, so uh, what I was trying to say was, um, okay, so I ha I, w I used to be a farm tech. Uh, both my parents are pharmacists. And, okay, so um, you, you, know the, you know the world of pharmacy. A, a little bit. Uh, for fentanyl, so... Let's say, so for the argument that people made that it wasn't that uh, George Floyd wasn't murdered. So let's say you know, like let's say you ate he ate the fentanyl before it happens. Yeah. Fentanyl is you cannot ingest it. It has like a you know even like a gram will get like maybe like one percent of the of the product, and even then, like uh, when they found the metabolites in his body. Uh, it was a, um, <laughs> sorry, it was a, it was a metabolite of, uh, fentanyl, which is like basically a nerve. It's not, you know, it's just kind of like there and the testing, it doesn't determine the actual, like, de like the, le the levels are so low, it'd be impossible for, for him to OD on, uh, on that fentanyl. Amount. Yeah. Yeah. And also the way he was reacting, he was fighting, but he, 
he also was like he was very peaceful for the situation and if a, if somebody keeps their neck on you for nine minutes like you're gonna die yeah for sure or their knee on your neck yeah, yeah no question about that or whatever yeah the thing with fentanyl too is i have a friend in uh she's a doctor in vancouver because i never knew this because mm-hmm. like you know with the whole fentanyl thing people are like you know uh, like just a literal grain of it if you've never taken it before can kill you because it's so potent if you have none in your system but like if you're like she was saying because in vancouver they like give out fentanyl basically and they give out opiates to addicts and stuff and they have all the safe injection she's like so people who are you know users they're like they they can't die from like if you're like a fentanyl user like it's hard to die from it because your body builds up this tolerance so he, he could. No, I'm been, saying it was a non-active metabolite that was in his system that was found. Uh, so, where, and what is that exactly? When you say non-active. Uh, okay, so like you know, your body processes uh, fentanyl into a non-active metabolite, like you know, like kind of um, trying to think of another drug, like you know, like THC converts to like other like uh, non-active T- uh, THC, but it still shows up as THC or uh, some, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah. That. Maybe how like poppy seeds can make you test for heroin, like that kind of thing. Yeah, basically, like um, but like it won't be enough for an overdose, I believe, unless you like it was a new relapse. And even if it was a relapse, like uh, that's not how you like somebody like I've seen multiple people OD. I've seen multiple people die from it. They do not like fight and cry and like try like they're losing consciousness and they're like basically like falling asleep dead. Yeah. You're just like falling asleep. I mean, also the same thing with people saying he died of a fentanyl overdose is like the timing of that would have to have been just like so impeccable that he happens to be starting to OD on fentanyl when just like all this shit starts happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, I never, no, I, I was never buying I, that. I, I hate it because the right wing is doing the exact same thing as the left wing does now where like the truth doesn't, or I mean the opposite, you know, left wing is, doesn't care about truth anymore either. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, everybody, there's just this general, you know, it's whatever quote unquote culture war and everybody's trying to win, you know? So people get a little fast and loose with the facts in order to, uh, you know, make their case, which I think the only way to win is to, uh, like, give all the truth you can and find the places you can work on and then move from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Anyway, Zach, thank you for uh, calling back in and clearing yeah. that up. Appreciate you. All right. Take yeah. Care. Bye. All right. We got, uh, we got 20 more minutes left. Should I try calling Kevin Soldo back? He's dead to me. Kevin's dead to me. Uh, he was, people were talking about, I don't know. How do we get on to the, <clears throat> I guess we were talking about George Floyd. Phone lines are open if anybody wants to call in. We have uh, a little more time left in the show. I'm going to call. You know what? I'm going to call. Oh, here we go. We got a call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? You are speaking with Will of the Gods. Will of the Gods. That's a good name. How's it going, man? Uh, I know. I came up with it. Nice. Um. Okay, so I, I just popped in. I don't know what you've talked about. We've, we've um, been all over the place. Chemtrails, George Floyd, fucking, oh, man, lots of stuff. Oh, Austin, uh, the Austin snowstorm that was done by the government. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I really want to talk about getting into the simulation because I believe we are in a bad season 
because it look at all the characters that are coming out this that are you can't badly write uh the nina janowitz lady yeah the ministry of truth they disbanded it, it though i know but is she for real the character like it, it just blew my mind <laughs> it is a good point you're like where i mean get these people let's talk about klaus schwab yeah oh my god it was interesting that the World Economic Forum, that whole Davos thing happened, and it didn't really get a lot of publicity. And apparently they they kind of all know that they have this like weird reputation now that uh, is like people don't really look favorably upon them, which is fairly new. Like, you Dude, know, their marketing is terrible. Their marketing like, is like- brutal and they don't do but they don't really do like I don't know if they've accepted their spot, like their role. And they go like, look, there's no turning this around. Let's just focus on what we're here to do. And I just don't know because, okay, so if I was going to be a dictator and I wanted to keep a populace in check, uh, first of all, you make all the vices real cheap. You keep gas low. Um, and you don't say things like, "You, if you owe nothing, you will be happy. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Although I must say, it's I am, too aggressive. I, I am. It's it so is, aggressive. I agree. It is aggressive because what he's saying at, is kind of like a bit of a like a minimalism principle. Which I am a bit of a minimalist. Like I don't really own many things, to be honest. Like I have like pretty. I don't own a lot of stuff, and I oh, and I like it, uh, I, and I do like oh, it. Oh no, I, dude, I'm I'm Jesus out in the desert out here. I actually came from Oregon. I drove ten thousand miles. I did a coast to coast to coast to nice. coast. Yeah. And somehow I ended up in Jersey. Damn. I don't want to talk about that. Ouch. Uh, I mean, Jersey's fine, actually. But yeah, but it's just it's the more of the proclamation where it's like you're not letting people decide that they're like, I want to be a minimalist. He's like, you right. owe nothing and you'll like it. And people are like, oh, you, you instead of I would say, hey, everybody, capitalism isn't looking like it's working. I got another idea. It's ridiculous. But yeah. then how does Bill he Gates make what is, is how does he make money? Do you know Klaus Schwab? I'm assuming I have no clue. I mean, I guess but, he runs uh, this event. Right? So it's like I imagine he, the event, I, I thought he was the head of the World Economic Forum. Or he is. They must get donations, so he probably just takes like a salary. Like I would I'd be interested to see when he says like where their funding comes from. No, I know where their funding comes from. I'm sure it comes from fucking JP Morgan and every big corporation and Microsoft and all that stuff. But like I'd like to see his house. You know, like, is he like, I would love to see, find out that he lives in some like, like over the top, like gaudy, opulent place. And he's telling oh, people. Oh, they're insane. They're all insane at that level. I mean, you, you saw him in his like Star Trek ro- weird robes, right? Yeah. But that thing, that robe thing, I, I've looked into it a bit. The robe thing. It's pretty cool. It, it's cool. But I think like, I think he's like a nerd. Like the robe thing well, yeah. is like that. The robe part where you're like, that's just like a, I don't know. Like he thinks he's like, have isn't you this, seen he's like, isn't his... this thing badass? And people are like, not really. <laughs> have you seen videos of his uh, like uh, top advisor? No. You should look into that. He's been saying some crazy shit. I mean, uh, I, I've I, I've seen that um, Yuval Noah Harari 
who is like a big he's big into the world economic forum stuff he's the guy who wrote i thought Sapiens. that was the, i think that's the guy i'm talking about oh, okay because his book was like when it came out everybody's like this is the best book ever i read it it was a great book and then all of a sudden it's really become like he's become a villain too because he was saying right. like he we were talking about this i think last week in the other episode but he was saying like because there's like the useless uh eaters or like what was the term but like essentially useless, unproductive people, and we gotta get them playing video games and on drugs to like, right? Um, and then of course, I mean, Bill Gates has turned into a Bond villain. It is amazing. I've actually been kind of trying to screw around with a joke about that, like for stand-up joke, because of like it just like I had no opinion on Bill Gates before COVID started, other than pretty much other than you're like he's a billionaire. I don't know. He did. I'm like, I don't use Microsoft products really other than like an Xbox, which I don't use right. anymore, but that was the last Microsoft product I used. But I was like very much ambivalent about. And Bill then Gates. you find out how he's using India and Africa as own Petri dish. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah. So I've read conflicting things on that with the Africa thing because he did cure polio. Like, I, I think that is true. Right. Like he, he did essentially eradicate polio. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in... I don't. I'm not sure on that one. I just know he now looks like the pregnant man emoji. Yeah, yeah, that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's funny that he's like beefing with Elon Musk, and then Elon Musk finds out that he has like a 500 million dollar uh, short position or something against Tesla, and he's just like, "What the fuck, man?" Um, but like, I talk bl- about protagonists now. Elon Musk. I mean, is is Elon Jesus now? Hmm. I don't know about that. He was actually drumming up some shit. He's uh, he. I love Elon Musk, but he, sometimes he like there's like little things that he loses me on. But so uh, my friend Matt, uh, he runs this or he he owns this website called Hard Drive, which is like a satire site for video games. And so Elon okay. Musk keeps stealing. Like so, you know, th- they write articles and and uh, they whatever they write articles and you know they're funny just like about video games. And Elon Musk continuously keeps like. Oh screenshotting the articles and then cropping out the attribution so you don't know where it's from and then just posting it and then they got yeah and then they got something and he's done it like a number of times and they keep replying being like hey can you just credit us like you know we're you're a fucking richest man alive they're like we're, we're working on this website like can you just like leave our our logo in or whatever, you know? And then he got in some big spat with them about it deleted his tweet because he kind of like I guess, but then he, today, another thing posted where he was in some meeting saying like, oh, you know, I'm just going to like steal these memes from hard drive, like just to fuck with them. And you're like, but they're, first off, they're not memes. Like an article, if you screenshot an article, that's not a meme. Right. No, yeah. I feel you on that one. Cause I don't, I, 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 okay. So he smoked weed on Rogan. Yeah. I do um, otherwise been, like him very much though. All the Twitter stuff. I'm a big fan. He's been trolling hard. Oh Yeah. Although Dude, I do really I think yesterday he has major well, the other bias, day when he posted the or... when he posted the uh, the meme about like things I've never seen in my life and it was like a dragon a unicorn uh, picture and then the picture of like oh the Jeffrey Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell client book yeah dude that's that's a that's going pretty hard that you're putting a, I mean, they're already gunning for them. The U S government's already gunning for, for sure. But again, I think the U S the, the U S government has obviously washed its oh, hands in on it. 
Yeah. Well, the, everybody in the comments, if you look, are always like, I guess, Jelaine, or what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell, like photobomb. Ghislaine Maxwell. I think it's Ghislaine. I always say Ghislaine because oh, that's the, but I think yeah. it's Ghislaine is the, but um, she photobombed him at this Vanity Fair party. And then everybody goes, yeah, I remember. yo, is this a photo with you and Ghislaine Maxwell? I care to explain this? And he's like, yeah, she photobombed me. Also, does anybody want to ask Vanity Fair why they invited her? Quick question. Yeah. Just Lane Maxwell make it to the see the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I don't think right. it's just too uh, yeah, I, they, she can't kill herself. Obviously there's something going on where she, you know none of this information's coming out. Uh right. but I don't I I think that's so obvious of her killing herself that it's one of those things that just won't happen. But it is interesting because right. you know, the government just like ignores this whole thing and what are you going to do? Like people are not going to go protest to get these, like this list. Like nobody cares no. that much, right? So no, we just—it's one of those things where people go, like you know, in ten years, they'll be like, "Hey, remember when like that whole thing happened and the list never came out?" And people go, "Like, yeah." Um. Okay, and then one. More, I got one more quick thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um. People aren't talking about the last sto- election being stolen. I think every election's been stolen. I mean, there's there's fuckery. The house always wins. There's fuckery in every election. Like, no question about that. Truly think Donald Trump is in the pocket of the CIA and FBI. I think he is actually brought there to flush out the people that the, uh, what you would have the corporate government now. They want to flush people out. They did a pretty good job on January 6th, and they allowed that shit to happen. Yeah. So you think he's always been a CIA asset? Uh, I think he's always been a pawn because he's such a narcissistic, uh, egotistic a-hole that it really wouldn't take that much to pull the strings of Donald Trump. I mean, you, I just, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I see, I could see him potentially being maybe manipulated in certain ways. You could convince Donald Trump that he believes in what he's doing right now pretty easily yeah i mean i think he does believe it though he's just yeah. like i mean he's in his mind he's just like i'm a winner i don't lose so then when he if the election gets lost then he's just like well you know i'm not i'm a winner right so there must be some sort of other explanation well okay and then did you think you'd ever see a president have like you'd actually believe that maybe joe biden poops his pants on a regular basis do I think he poops his pants on a regular basis? Uh, he's no. got to be all jacked up on Adderall. Oh, I'm sure he's on he's all. Well, that's what they were man. saying he's about tired. Trump. That's what they're saying about Trump, too, was the Adderall thing, that he was all jacked up on Adderall. The one thing I do wonder, I've never really looked into it, because they always, I wonder if his, because they always blamed his, like, all his gaffes on a stutter that he used to have. And then I'm like, I wonder if, but then I've seen videos from him. <gasps> oh, that's like, good. I've seen, well, that's what they say. They go, he used to have a stutter, and he's given speeches about it, where he goes, like, you know, I had a stutter, and I, I taught myself how to like speak again, blah, blah, blah. But then you watch videos when he was like a congressman from like the eighties and nineties. And he's like, he has none of that. Like you watch. Oh yeah. No, he's fine. He was a 10 years ago. He was a completely different person. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And it blows my mind. Okay. I get why they chose Donald. I mean, Joe Biden to run against Donald Trump. Uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah, although they oddly That's just insane. disappeared. They've just disappeared her, though. Like, Oh, she... dude, because they hate her. They're like, her own party. Like, she is such a... 
hollow shell of a human being. I mean, you know how she got her first appointment, right? Uh, no. Although I saw that she was dating Montel Williams. Dude, that was that blew my mind. Yeah. So when she was 30, Willie Brown was the mayor of San Francisco. And Kamala was hooking up with Willie Brown. And he literally on tape told everybody, he's like, yeah, I'll give her her first political appointment. Yeah. And then the whole Montel Williams thing, I love bringing that up. That is glorious. Although there's a photo with him and like, cause there, I saw this photo and I think I maybe even retweeted it, but they were of Montel Williams and Kamala Harris and this other woman. And like there were the, the photo is like, there it's like a thruple, but it was like, I think the girl, yeah. the other girl was his daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I saw that. And I go, damn, no. she's a freak. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was his daughter. But then she's dating Montel Williams in the first place. That's still, I mean, she's, yeah, she's got a weird, but you know, some, like part of me is like, you got to respect the, the hustle, I guess. I don't know. Are you kidding me? She is a, uh, she, I mean, she's a, like a, the someone wife to look up on... for all little girls. And it really proves you can literally sleep your way to the top. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, Joe Biden, I'm waiting for him to stroke out like Ron Paul, Ron Paul on live TV. And then they got to turn to Kamala Harris to be president. Nah, they're the keeping him. They're keeping him alive on every sort of like, like he probably in he, Bernie's. He, he's no, he's probably like more like Mr. Burns where like, you know, when the, oh, yeah. where, like, when the cameras turn off, they have like a NASCAR pit crew <laughs> keeping him together until the next one, you know? Oh, new, new, that Easter like Bunny new, thing was great. Yeah, like new blood every day, just all that stuff. He's got to have, dude. He has the best healthcare. I am so jealous. Just of that. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. We gotta, we gotta wrap the show up. But uh, thank Good you night, for bud. calling in. Take care. Bye. Yeah, that was uh, Three Stooges syndrome. Correct, nighttime conqueror. Three Stooges syndrome. He has every disease all at once. If you're unfamiliar with Three Stooges, it's the Three Stooges are trying to fit through the door, and he has every disease, so none of them can get through. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? I just wanted to call back, man. I, I thought of another one. Okay. Yeah, man. So uh, I I don't know how, how much you in the, like, Alex Jones. I like Alex Jones. I'm not like a crazy... I don't... I mean, now that he's been deplatformed essentially like i don't go to Infowars, so like i don't tend to see much from him anymore it is interesting how that works where where if they really do take you off of all the major things and you kind of are just out of the picture right right like they really tried to yeah man i mean if he was on twitter i'm sure i'd know way more about half of his shit although he i think with the sandy hook stuff he has to kind of keep a like he's got all these issues where they're going to try and take Infowars from him so Right, yeah, they tried to ruin them with that, and it's crazy because they kind of it took them a while to get to the, you know, I feel like they didn't get on them about Sandy Hook like right away at least. I think it like, I feel like they discovered he said it later because I remember when he said, I remember when Sandy Hook happened and he was saying that I was following him big at the time. Yeah, you know what? I think it was the. Uh, tr- I could be wrong, and maybe people can correct correct me, but I think it was when Trump started running for president. And he was saying that Trump was going to win, and then automatically he became like a real villain because people are like, "Oh, if you're backing Trump, then we hate you. Let's try and dig up shit." And then I think that's where it really got brought to light was the election. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I've been, uh, I've been, 
you know, I've been following uh, Alex Jones, I say since since like 2004. Okay. I remember one of the first things I remember um, he did was he he infiltrated something called the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, Bohemian Grove. That was like his main one where he like showed up there. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know you knew about this. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, was... yeah. Oh yeah, the Bohemian Grove. I've I've heard him talk about that on on some. I can't remember what podcast, but he like showed up and he infiltrated it and yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, it is a crazy thing. What do you like? I don't know, because I actually I just looked it up on, on Wikipedia just because I had looked it up in a long time. But what do you think that it, they really like? All right, if they're not over there, you know, carving up the world amongst themselves, what is, what is really going on up there? I don't know. It's I mean, it's just like some weird way that they let off steam. Like I could never imagine myself doing anything like that. But I guess it's one of those things where it's like your family just. You know, like your dad did it and your dad's dad did it and you just you go to this thing every year and what's the weirdest stuff they do? They like have like burning effigies and like all that kind of stuff. I think the the, the weirdest thing is the, the ceremony they got called the cremation of care. That's the ceremony that Alex Jones actually recorded. Right. right. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and what do they do? They like burn some whole thing. Like it's I don't know. It's like this. It's really weird because it's like this whole. It, it seems to be like an interactive, like stage show, like like kind of like they'll make you do like call and response on some type of thing. Okay. And and then uh, yeah, at the end of it, they just like I I don't really understand their religion or whatever whatever they do, but they just they burn this effigy of a of, of like an owl or something like that. Right. Hey man, I don't, I don't know. Oh, and they have weird. all these. Yeah, here's like if you go on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, they have. It's at Owl's Nest Camp in California, and it's just like all these super. Like, there's a photo with Ronald Reagan, uh, Richard Nixon. So it's all these like super influential people go meet at this thing. Right, super influential. Yeah, but but like they have them going on now still. Uh, actually, I haven't heard. Well, you know, that's funny. I was getting my updates from Alex Jones, but. I haven't really checked in on on Alex in a while. Yeah, I, ha- I stopped going to. I, I never went to Infowars. I was going to PrisonPlanet.com. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't then, been up while. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder if they still do it. Like, part of me feels like it could actually be like nothing. I mean, because I'm sure Alex Jones is like they're probably like you know eating babies or whatever, and <laughs> you know he's like that. That's probably where he's going with it. Is they're doing all this crazy stuff, but. It might just right. be, you know, blowing off some steam and they probably like just get drunk. And I think he said at one point he was, try- I mean, well, he said a lot of stuff. But one of the things I remember he said was, uh, I think he was trying to say at one point that they was actually burning like actual people at one point as opposed to like an effigy. They're, yeah. I mean, obviously, if they're burning actual people, then that's uh, that's a bit much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, because, you know, uh, campfires are fun. I I I wonder if it's just uh, like something I don't know something like that where they're it's just like I don't know they're just like I, fun thing funny. to go out in the woods in the summertime and just burn some shit. I read this quote uh, earlier from I think it was Alex Jones talking about it like after after they infiltrated or whatever he said that he thought that these people he said these people are wildly successful pretty much but they stuck in living in their colleges. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that I can see. And like the skull and bones, I believe, is seems like a similar thing. That was like the thing that George Bush was in. Right. Yeah, I remember skull and bones. That that's that's an OG conspiracy right there. The skull and bones conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think they're conspiracies. I think they're these clubs that just happen to have these like really influential people in them. That's where the conspiracy comes from because you know when they're normal people doing this stuff, nobody cares. But then right. when it's like, you know, important, influential people, then everybody's like, what are these people getting up to at this thing? Right. They just assume, you know, because if you if you assume to a baseline that everybody's kind of just the same and has, you know, likes the same kind of, you know, stuff. Right. then They're like, yeah, they're just they're doing the same shit everybody else does. But they're just it's a higher profile because they're right. Uh, and plus, it was a perfect storm with the skull and bone stuff, because I feel like uh, that was that conspiracy was at its heyday in 2004 when when it was uh when that election was going on or whatever mm-hmm. and then john Kerry was in the skull and bones too so yeah. pretty much it was just like to people like oh like whoever wins we lose type right you know? right, right right like no matter what but yeah i mean you know what it's like when you pluck your elected leaders out of these like you know random or few schools although i guess now it's not so much i don't i don't even know where joe biden went to school but it seems like you don't really get a lot of presidents who like went to Harvard. I can't even. I don't know if any presidents have actually gone to Harvard, at least not n- at least not recently. Which you would Hold think. Up. Yeah, sorry. Nah, my bad. You said Joe Biden went to school. I mean, I assume he went to some college. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. That guy. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I hope that. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, amazing if if America elects. Uh, Although I I could definitely see that happen where America just like elects someone who's like not college educated. Like if we go so far to populism where people are like, you know what? We're sick of these fucking eggheads ruining everything. We just want like a regular guy. Right. Well, shoot. Yeah. I would say if it it was to happen at any time, it's it's definitely prime time now. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Maybe, maybe, uh, I mean, he, they keep threatening that he's going to run. I mean, they say that he's going to run for the next election, but. I mean, so many people were like, we were promised we voted for him because he wouldn't run again. So give hey, us some. Oh, uh, my bad. But have you uh, have you heard of The Rock Show, Young Rock? Did we talk about Young Rock? Uh, we haven't talked about The Young Rock, but I know about it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, essentially, yeah, on that show, it's like he's running for president in 2032. Like, that's the whole show. And then he's pretty much just going around with this uh, – with this interview a guy, but I th- I feel like he made that show because of all the like you know how everybody was saying the Rock should run yeah, the president. Yeah. What what you think about that? Would you ever I have could, a vote for the Rock? I would vote. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's like if you're the president, I think if you're really into just surrounding yourself with super smart people, then <laughs> I think I mean it can be look like not to you know if Donald Trump could be the president, like it's it can be done. Like you, the rock can be the president, you know, it's like, he seems like he's fairly smart. He seems like he's a reasonable person. Just, you know, well, I, I'm not saying he's the smartest guy about the economy or about, you know, geopolitics, but you can get those people to, right. you know, and it's just the question is, are you good at like taking in this information from all these people and then making good decisions? So, exactly. but I'd vote. I mean, I can't vote because I'm Canadian, but I would vote for the rock. But I, and I mean, if I was, if Drake ran for prime minister of Canada, I'd vote for him. I'd go back. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, man. Yeah. Drake for prime minister. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. All hey, right, man. Okay. Take care. All right, okay. All right, everybody. That has been the show. Uh, I appreciate you all. The phone lines are now 
Close. That was a good one. I am spent. Uh, but thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in uh, and spending your Tuesday evenings with me and Low Value Mail. Uh, it's a good time. We're going to go. I Someone said you get the feeling I voted for Justin Trudeau. That is true. I did vote for Justin Trudeau, but not the last time. I voted for him when he was like going to make weed legal. But it didn't. Nobody knew that it was going to be like this. And I was like, I'm going to vote for Stephen Harper again. So, anyways, I did vote for Justin Trudeau, but he won like a pretty landslide. My vote didn't count. But anyways, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, calling in uh, for supporting the show. I appreciate you all. We're starting uh, the Patreon episode in about at 11:10 p.m. If you want to check out the Patreon show, you can still sign up. Patreon.com slash low value mail. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Uh, everybody have a lovely rest of your week and your weekend. Bye bye.